Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd coming to you from Dunbar Township. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Ronnie Boyd coming to you again this morning with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. And we want you to know that you're welcome to come and worship with us right here at 296 Junietta Road, right here in Dunbar Township. Still having services on Thursday evening at 7 o'clock, and then on Sunday evening at 6. Also, we're still having services out in Rogers, Ohio. We're there every Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock, and then Sunday morning, we're there at 930 if you're in the area, come on out. Have a good time with the Lord. It'll do you good and help you too. Stay tuned. Got some good things coming up today. This time we're going to have a song from Del Way, and he's given us some good advice this morning. He said, if you got a lot of trouble, you need to get saved. That's some good advice. Well, if you're tired of being down, you're tired of messing around. You don't know what to do. Your life has been wrecked by sin. You feel like Satan's fool. When you feel like you're in a grave, you say, Well, your mama don't like you. Your daddy don't too. Your brothers and your sisters think you a crazy fool. You're never up because you're always down. You can't smile for a wearing that frown. When you feel like Satan slave, you say, You say to let Jesus have control of your life. You say to let Jesus take away all your sin, all your strife.
everything you tried, you failed and failed again. You say there's no use in going on. Your whole life has turned out wrong. You know that you need a change. It's safe. Well, I hope you got the message I've been telling you. Jesus is the way and he wants to see you through. Simply call upon his name I guarantee that you will never be the same So let him be your Lord today Get saved Oh, come on now Get saved and let Jesus Have control of your life Get saved and let Jesus Take away All your sin All your strife All your death said, get saved. If you're not saved, you better get saved. Jesus is coming soon. I know a lot of people today, it just seems like that uh, they don't believe the Word of God, and uh, they've made so much fun of religion that uh, they just think that there is no God, I guess, you know, and they're just uh, uh, come to the place. I know one thing, the Bible said it, and it seems like it's really true. There is no fear of God before their eyes. But I'd like to go over to the Gospel of John in the fourth chapter and talk about this salvation just a little bit. There's many different nations and peoples in this world that have their own concept and their own idea of heaven or a life hereafter or what it's going to take to enter into that. And they have their different plans and their different ways. But uh, we find that Jesus said something here. In the fourth chapter of John, he was talking to a woman of Samaria. And verse 21, Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. And even the Hebrew people today, or the Israelites, I'll say it that way, the Israelites uh, or the Jews, uh, they have their form of worship. But Jesus said that was going to change. They still uh, feel that that temple, that was a sacred place and still is to them. And uh, they still follow the uh, Ten Commandments, the laws from the Old Testament. 
and they really don't recognize the Savior, Jesus Christ. But Jesus said, uh, neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship, you know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. There was going to be a particular tribe in Israel that the Savior was going to come through that uh, particular tribe. And at an appointed time, he would come. And we find clear back in the book of Genesis in the 49th chapter, it was prophesied by Jacob as he was putting a blessing upon each son or prophesying over each one of his children there. And he gets down to Judah. And he said, Judah, and this is in Genesis 49 and verse 8, Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is the lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down, he couched as a lion, as an old lion who shall rouse him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come. That means the peaceable one, Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. So the people was going to be gathered unto this peaceable one. In Isaiah, Isaiah prophesied in the ninth chapter, in verse 6, it's a expression that we use so often it said for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given now when jesus was born in bethlehem he was the child that isaiah was speaking about but whenever he went to calvary that's when the son was given the son of god went to calvary and died in our place that we might have this salvation or eternal life all right and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He was the peaceable one that was going to come. He brought peace. Remember the angels, the night that he was born, peace on earth and toward men, goodwill. So we go over here again to the fourth chapter. And Jesus said this, you worship, you know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. And if I was going to start and look for salvation then, what tribe would I look to? I'd look to Judah. That's why I went back to these verses of Scripture. There's many more in the Word of God. And many promises made to people of the tribe of Judah. And even back in Psalms, it was prophesied uh, through the individual that wrote the Psalms here. Uh, we know David wrote most of them. But there was a lot of beautiful things that were said. And in Psalm 114, in verse 1, it said, When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, Judah was his sanctuary, and Israel his dominion. So even at that time, he said Judah was his sanctuary. That's where the seed of God was going to come through that tribe of Judah. So promises was made uh, under David that his seed would set upon the throne of Israel. And uh, it was fulfilled in this, that Jesus was born of the tribe of Judah and was called the son of David. And he was the tabernacle of David. 
that the Bible speaks about. I know that's a little deep, but uh, that's what it was. So if I'm going to look for salvation, that's the tribe that I would look to. I would look to that particular tribe. And then I would try to see what was said about it in the Word of God. Well, if you go to the 14th chapter of John, Jesus, who was from the tribe of Judah, a Jew, and came on the scene according to everything that was written. And he makes a statement in the 14th chapter of uh, John. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not uh, so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Now watch what happens at this point. And he said, whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Now he made him a statement. You know where I'm going, and you know the way. Now this sort of confused some of them. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? See, Jesus had spent a lot of time with them, and they knew Jesus, but they hadn't really caught this yet, and that's why he makes this statement to make them think. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, we want to learn something here. We want to begin to get some understanding. We'd look to the tribe of Judah, and Jesus came from that tribe, and all the scriptures in the Old Testament testifying to the fact that that's how it was going to work and, and how he would be born at a certain time at a certain place and all those different things that was prophesied beforehand. Well, then Jesus said, I, I'm the way and no man's going to come to the Father but by me. So that means that I better look at Jesus. Well, when I begin to look at Jesus, I begin to learn some things as I study the Word of God. And I want to call a few things to your attention. Now, you want to be saved, you better get saved. Jesus is coming back. All right, let's look at the Word of God. In the first chapter of John, we learn something in the very first verse. And the Bible said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Now we go to the 14th verse of the same chapter. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So now the word was made flesh, and the word is God. So then God came down and became flesh and walked among us. Now, no man cometh to the Father, and he said, God is a spirit. Jesus said this, and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, no man can come to him only through and by the word. He said, no man cometh to the Father but by me. He was the word personified. So the word of God uh, represents Jesus is the Word, and uh, that's how we learn to come to God. No man comes to the Father but by me. So now we better find out something about the Word. All right, 
We go to the fifth chapter of the Gospel of John, and we learn something there. Now, Jesus is doing the speaking again, and in verse 39, he said, Search the Scriptures, for in them ye think that ye have eternal life. They are they which testify of me. Now, Jesus is telling them the way. That's what it's all about. He said, search the scripture. And that way, they can know the way. Because after all, the scripture is what? It is the word of God. If it is the word of God, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. He's the word. So we've got to go to the word of God. Search the scriptures in them. You think that you have eternal life. They are they which testify of me. So we've got to go then to the word of God. Jesus makes another statement. It's found over in the seventh chapter of the uh, gospel of John. In verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You want this water? You want to get saved? And he told the lady there of Samaria, if you drink of the water that I would give you, you'd never thirst again. Why? Because it dwells in you, lives in you, and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So he's telling us when the Holy Ghost comes, that's the water, that is the Spirit, that's the life. That's what he's talking about here. He said, he that believeth on me as the scriptures have said. So again, we're challenged to go to the word of God to learn about him. All right, let's go over to the book of Luke. And about the 24th chapter of the gospel of Luke, we find Jesus is doing some teaching again. And let's see what he says to his disciples. This is after his resurrection. And uh, he meets them, talks with them, and now he's gathered with them again. And uh, <clears throat> this is what he says to them. All right, in verse 38, he said unto them, Why are you troubled, and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as you, uh, bones as you see me have. All right. And when they had uh, thus spoken, when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have you here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And he said, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem and ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of the Father, and my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem, 
until you be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany and lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. So he leaves this message with them that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. But the amazing thing here is that he calls their attention to the word of God and to the scripture. You want to know about me? You have to go to the scripture and it testifies of me. It already spoke to them, uh, the two on the road to Emmaus, and he said, uh, Oh, fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to come into his glory or enter into his glory? So he's telling them that uh, they got to believe the word of God. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, we find the Apostle Paul testifying to that as he wrote to the Romans. And let's turn over there to Romans, the 10th chapter. And we find that he testifies to that very thing. Now, we find that many will go to Romans 10 and they read verses uh, 9 and 10. But they really don't explain or go any further than that. And they leave people uh, thinking that they have something that they don't have. But let's take a look at the 10th chapter of Romans. And he says here in verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But see, he didn't stop there. He continued to write and try to make plain what he's talking about. How then shall they call on him and whom they have not believed? Now, you've got to believe on Jesus Christ. Well, okay. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? No man comes to the Father but through the Word of God. Now, they're going to have to hear the Word of God. They're going to have to understand the Word of God. They're going to have to know the Word of God so that they know how to come. Remember, Thomas says, we don't know where you're going, and we don't know the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Now, he went on here and he said, you got to hear, and then you got to have a preacher. How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them which preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So not anybody can preach the word of God. It has to be somebody that God has chosen and God has sent. Now, he said, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's always going to take the word. No man cometh to the Father but by me. And Jesus Christ was the word. All right. Now we go over and Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter. And let's see what he had to say to Timothy. Now he's going to give him some advice. You know, Paul had learned things. Jesus Christ had appeared unto him on the road to Damascus, called him into this uh, gospel and chose him to be an apostle over the Gentiles. Now he's talking to Timothy and he writes to him. He said, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, 
exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Now he told him to preach the word. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Remember what Jesus said? No man cometh to the Father but by me. Now, he said, uh, Thomas said, I don't know the way. I don't know where you're going. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when they turn from the truth, they turn away from Jesus Christ. And they can't be saved because the only way they can be saved is through him. And he is the word of God. We've got to learn of him. All right. And uh, so he gives him that instruction. Preach the word. Well, then Paul writes to Titus. And I thought this was sort of interesting. And in Titus, the first chapter, in verse 3. Now, verse 2. In whole, uh, Well, I'm going to read 1, 2, and 3 so you can get the idea. Paul, a servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God, elect, and of the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness. Had to recognize Jesus, all right. In hope of eternal life, which God, that cannot lie, promised before the world began. But hath indeed uh, in due times manifested his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. So he's letting Titus know that it's going to be the preaching of the word. The word has to be preached so that people can know the word because it's through the word that they're going to come to Jesus. So they have to hear and know the word. And Paul made that real plain in his epistles. And Jesus made it plain uh, as he was telling his disciples there. If you're going to come to him, you have to come through and, and by the word of God. Tune in next week, same time, same station, to the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. We'll see you then. Listening to the Apostle and Prophet.